1: And, as I've shared with you in the past, I have three law degrees. Please pray for me. In addition to my JD, I hold a master's degree in law, in taxation law, as well as another one in intellectual property law. Now, because of my education, my training, my experiences, and my observation, and my lifelong interest in business and money and finance and the creation, preservation, and transfer of wealth within families and within communities, and the particular roles that these particular aspects of economics play in the lives of everyday people like you and me, I primarily practice bankruptcy law. I also practice some related fields including debt wealth management, estates and trusts, real estate, and of course taxation law. Now with these areas of law as my reference point, that is to say as they relate to personal and familial and community and small business finance, I have spent the greater part of the last 40 years, both before and after getting my license to practice law, fighting for the economic empowerment, the economic independence, and the economic autonomy of women, people in communities of color, including indigenous communities. Now, because I grew up as a military brat with a very indulgent father that let me do just about anything I wanted to do, So I was a brat, and then I went off and created another one with my former spouse. As such, I know firsthand how hard it can be economically for our citizen soldiers, sailors, airmen, and women, and Marines, and their families in our sometimes less-than-patriotic capital-based economic system, especially after these individuals have separated from the service. As such, I proudly serve veterans of all stripes and in all branches of the military. And when the situation is right, I sometimes am able to at least attempt to vindicate the rights of seniors who find themselves, ourselves, more and more the targets of, unfortunately... And unfortunately, not only the targets, but sometimes the victims of some of the most pernicious forms of financial elder abuse that you could ever imagine that for some reason is running rampant in our society today. I I, I have a sneaking suspicion as to why that might be. But at any rate, I'm coming to you again today to discuss some of the financial and legal issues confronting individuals, families, and small business owners. However, I must once again ask you to please note that this show doesn't provide any legal advice, nor am I developing an attorney-client relationship with anyone within the sound of my voice Instead this show strives strictly to serve as an educational forum for the exchange of information that might be helpful to you as you begin your search for more detailed information that's tailored to your specific set of facts and circumstances and hopefully provide you with at least an overall outline of some of the key issues that may help you seek out and find the qualified professional help I believe you need if you have a legal issue uh, that intersects with your finances and or your other assets. So today, we'll, we're going to focus on one of my, and hopefully yours, most favorite agencies in the executive branch of our federal government. That is to say, we're going to examine what's up with the IRS as we continue our journey into the 2022 tax filing season. Now, to help us all get grounded, I wanted to share with you a greeting statement from the United States Treasury. Now, for those of you who don't know, that's the IRS's Big Daddy. Now, in case you don't know... There's a document that was put up on the Treasury's website entitled Tax Filing Season Challenges Illustrate the Importance of Funding the Internal Revenue Service. And it was written by Lily Balchalder who is the Assistant Secretary for Tax Policy, and Natasha Saran, who is the Deputy Assistant Secretary for Economic Policy. And this um, particular statement is dated January 25, 2022, and can be found at the Treasury's um, website that's at home.treasury.government forward slash news forward slash featured stories forward slash tax filing dash season dash challenges dash illustrate dash the importance dash of dash funding dash the dash IRS. And it states, On January 24, 2022, tax filing season began. Over the course of the next several months, the Internal Revenue Service will receive and process around 160 million returns from individuals and nearly 50 million returns from businesses it will collect 96% of the total revenue that accrues to the federal government, and it will distribute a wide array of tax benefits to American families. Now, administering our system of taxation is a Herculean challenge in normal times. Today, the IRS is not facing normal times. Years of underfunding combined with outdated technology and pandemic-related challenges are going to create a difficult filing season for the American people. This administration knows that American that, that American taxpayers need and deserve better from their tax system. Now, though the IRS is focused on doing all it can to alleviate these challenges, addressing them in this long term will require the funding to rebuild our system of tax administration and ensure that the technology that undergirds the IRS keeps pace with the 21st century economy. Now this filing season there are several steps taxpayers can take to ensure that their returns are processed in a timely manner. Filing electronically With direct deposit can help avoid delays in processing. The IRS has made progress in developing tools to assist taxpayers. It has increased the availability of customer callback, doubling the types of taxpayer queries eligible for callback from IRS agents. It's also providing assistance to more taxpayers through automated tools, now, 46 million additional calls were answered in this manner last filing season. Now, we know that filing taxes is not as easy as it should be in normal times and that this year is far from normal. That's why the Biden administration has developed additional resources for taxpayers, including childtaxcredit.gov, which, and that's where it's located, which is The IRS relaunched on the date this letter was sent out. Now, this tool will have several features that help simplify tax filing, directing taxpayers to the best free filing options, and helping to determine their eligibility for remaining credits. Still, Some taxpayers will face delays as the IRS is entering filing season with a backlog of returns and correspondence left to uh, process that is larger than the normal amount the taxpayer uh, returns and correspondence they have. This is a challenge that compounds as taxpayers whose returns have not been processed continue to send in additional queries to the IRS. This backlog will negatively affect the level of phone service that taxpayers receive, as the same employees who process the returns and taxpayer correspondence are also the ones that assist taxpayers on the phone during the filing season. As of the date of this letter, the IRS simply has two or simply had too few service personnel to meet the extraordinary demand. And they go on to say that phone calls to the IRS more than tripled last year relative to historic norms. So over the first six months of 2021, the IRS received 200 million phone calls and had only 15,000 agents to provide assistance, translating roughly to one customer service representative for every. 13,000 calls. Thank you very much, IRS. I decline to uh, go on. come and work for you. The only way the IRS will be able to deliver the way the American people deserve is when its funding needs are addressed. Over the past decade, the IRS budget decreased 20% in real terms. As a result, the IRS workforce is the same size as it was in 1970s, even though the population has grown by 60% since then. These issues aren't about personnel alone. If adequately funded, the IRS could do much more to efficiently process returns and dramatically improve its interactions with taxpayers. It's worth noting today the IRS is using processing technologies that date back to the 1960s. Um, Their letter goes on to make this observation. They want Build Back Better to be implemented and it would provide much needed multi-year funding streams to the IRS and they really would like This money so they could go after people earning more than $400,000 a year. And that would do greatly to catch up their budget uh, of $700 billion. (laughs) Wow. Investing in the IRS, they conclude, is imperative to producing a modernized tax administrator that is well equipped to serve the American people during the filing season and beyond. So when we come back, We're going to take a look at some of the key issues you need to be aware of, along with some tools that can help you make it through this tax filing season. But first, we're going to take a short break, and I'll see you on the other side.
2: Now back to Selwyn's Law. Once again, your host, Selwyn Whitehead.
1: Welcome back to Selwyn's Law, where we're going to take a look at some of the key issues you need to be aware of, along with some tools that can help you make it through this filing season. The 2022 tax filing season, where you're going to be filing your returns concerning your income and expenses for 2021. Now, the Internal Revenue Service encourages taxpayers to learn about what's new and different this filing season, and then utilize some of the tools that it has made available on its website, and that the main website is irs.gov, and Um, They have special tools that are geared towards two things that normally don't happen uh, when we're dealing with our tax return. How to deal with the economic impact payments, also known as stimulus payments, and also how to deal with the advanced child care care credits that some of us, many of us who have children, received in 2021. To that end, last year the IRS set up a special page on its website that will be continually updated and it is located at irs.gov forward slash individuals forward slash step dash to dash take dash now to dash get dash a dash jump dash on, dash next, dash years, dash taxes. Again, they set this up in the winter, at the beginning of the the winter season last year. But they're continually updating it because I went to visit it today. Now, at this website, um, it outlines, it being the IRS, IRS outlines the steps that taxpayers can take to make the filing of their 2021 tax returns easier this season. For example, the IRS recommends that you set up a secured account with it at irs.gov forward slash payments forward slash your dash online dash account where you can log on and access your own tax records. You can make and review payments. You can manage your communications with the IRS Via a preference tool, you can re- review your balances, you can view or create payment plans, and you can review any tax professional authorization request made concerning your account. You have this access to make sure no one is accessing your account that you have not personally authorized. Now you can also use this tool to request your tax transcript for any particular year. Now the page also instructs you how to get organized by gathering the tax records and documents you will need to prepare a complete and accurate tax return that may help speed your refund if you have one coming. The page also helps you make sure your individual tax identification number is still valid. Now this because while most of us individual taxpayers have not used the same social security number throughout our lives, others use numbers provided by the government, such as for individuals who make contributions to our society, but who are not U.S. citizens. The page also provides a means for you to make sure you have enough withholdings taken out of your pay and held by your employer such that when you file your taxes you don't end up having a pony up bucks other, that you otherwise would your, your, your employer would store for you and give over to the IRS. Now you can also use the page to check out your advanced child tax credit payments. Now, families who received advanced payment will need to compare their advanced child credit payments that they received in 2021 with the amount of the child tax credit that they can properly claim on their 2021 tax returns. Now, taxpayers who received less than the amount which they are eligible to receive, will be able to claim that additional credit for the remaining amount of the child tax credit on their 2021 tax return. On the other hand, taxpayers who received more than the amount for which they were eligible may need to repay some or all of this money in excess of what they were entitled to when they file. In January of this year, 2022, the IRS sent out letter 6419 with the total amount of advanced child credit payments to taxpayers who received this money in 2021. So you should keep this letter and any other letters that you receive from the Internal Revenue Service about your child tax credit payments. And then there's a section on the page, the web page, the special page that the IRS has set up, where you can find out how you can reconcile your advanced child care payments with your uh, 2021 tax return. Now, eligible families who did not get their monthly advance payment in 2021 can still get a lump sum payment by claiming the child tax credit when they file their 2020 one tax return this year, okay? This includes families who normally don't file a tax return. That's an important point. Some of us don't make enough money where we're required to file a tax return, and so we rightly don't file. However, in order to take advantage of some of these programs that happened last year, you're going to need to file a tax return. So many of you don't know how to do that, you feel uncomfortable about doing it, there are organizations that will help you, and I'll talk about them uh, as we get closer to the end of this uh, presentation. Okay, so individuals who don't qualify, uh, another uh, uh, item that's new, this is concerns the economic impact payments, or also known as the stimulus payment. Now, individuals who didn't qualify for the third impact payment, or did not receive the full amount that what they were eligible for, they can get a a rebate. They can get a credit for that based on their 2021 tax information. So again, you'll need to file your tax return if you want to get uh, uh, reconciled or or get your uh, missing payments for the stimulus. Now, individuals will also need uh, the amount of their third economic impact payment and any plus-up payments received in order to correctly calculate their 2021 recovery rebate credit. That's the amount that you're uh, entitled to and you need to state that on your tax return. Now, by ensuring that you use the correct payment amount will also avoid uh, any delays in processing your refund for that, there's another letter that the IRS should have sent out to you, should have received last month, letter 6475. It contains the information that you need to reconcile this economic impact payments, okay? So again, it's on that page that I share with you. All this information is located at irs.gov forward slash individual I'm just gonna say there were individual steps to take now to get a jump on next year's taxes and there's dashes between that and another place to go for help is irs.gov forward slash help forward slash telephone dash assistance another area where you need to know is a little bit different this year is charitable deductions now taxpayers who don't normally itemize their deductions may qualify for a charitable deduction up to $600. This is a deduction that you act for for charitable contributions you actually gave, not not made up. But if you're a family, $600 without having to itemize and if you're a single person, $300 without having to Itemize, and there's a publication called Publication Five Two Six Charitable Contributions that you can get off the page, and it'll explain to you all about charitable contributions. And the IRS also suggests that you have direct deposit, so your money can go directly from the federal government into your bank account to, um, you know, reduce the amount of time that it takes for you to get your money. Now, finally. If you need help in preparing your tax returns, you can use something called the IRS Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Tool V I T A. And it also has a tax uh, consulting service for the elderly called TCE. These are programs that offer free, basic tax return preparations to qualified individuals. Now, to qualify under the VITA program, it's generally for people who make under $58,000 a year, or persons with disability, or persons with limited English-speaking skills, and other people who need assistance uh, properly filing their tax return. If you use this program, there's going to be IRS certified volunteers that will provide you with this uh, uh, free tax service. They help you prepare your taxes. This is a great program. Um, I've been too busy to deal with it lately, but when I was in law school, I volunteered every year. So, great people. So, please, you know, there are ways to help you get through this craziness. Please take advantage of these free programs and suggestions that are offered by your federal government. The Internal Revenue Service, as I said, one of our favorite governmental agencies. So before I go, I want you to know I heard from some of you who missed a show or two or you didn't jot down, you know, a contact that I gave you. So it appears to me that you don't realize that each of my shows is converted to a podcast and it's up on my KFAX host um, a page located at KFAX.com dot com forward slash content forward slash all forward slash Selwyn dash law podcast and are also located in other places you know where podcasts are available such as uh, Apple podcasts at apple dot com forward slash US forward slash podcast forward slash Selwyn's law podcast among other places so if you miss a show or you you don't have to freak out because some of you are driving around you just go up to the website and and, and pull down the podcast listen to it. So we're going to leave it there for now, but as always in closing here at Selwyn's Law, we always want to stay on the right side of the law, including laws and regulations and instructions and assistance that can help us make it through this crazy tax filing season. But in the meantime, in as much as it appears that the variants of COVID-19 are going to be with us for the foreseeable future, please get vaccinated. And even if you are, please take precautions to protect not only yourselves and me and your families uh, by keeping your social distance, masking up, and washing your hands. Till next time, take care. Bye for now.